because we have excellent foreplay and we are sexually adventurous. I also want to add that my partners and I, we experience multi-orgasms, full-body orgasms. This will be my last sex episode for quite a while. And this will be the last sex episode that I do by myself. If I ever talk about my sex life in the future, it will be a guest and guest only. Let's get to explore. MindBodyGreens.com Nine things that sex dreams could be telling you and what to do about it. MBG Spirituality and Relationships Writer by Sarah Regan. Last updated on August 24, 2021. Certain dreams seem to be somewhat universal. Some common ones feature snakes, spiders, and of course, sex. Not only are sex dreams totally normal, but they can also carry valuable information according to dream interpreter Lori Lowenberg. Here, we're rolling through the types of sex dreams people often have, what they could mean, and how to stop having them only if you want to. Of course. How to interpret your sex your last sex dream. Interpreting dreams can be a bit confusing, especially when the dreams feel nonsensical or random. But according to Lowenberg, Specifics matter, even the random things. Usually the specifics of dreams relate to some aspect of your real life have messages or lessons woven into their symbolism. In the case of sex dreams, she explains, the main thing to keep in mind when trying to figure out your sex dream is they're rarely about a physical union you want, but more about a psychological union. She adds, if you do actually want to sleep with that person in real life, you already know. You don't need a dream to tell you that. So have no fear if you're happily coupled up and still dreaming about sleeping with strangers or your paws. According to Lowenberg, sex in a dream most often represents a desire to connect to some internal aspect of that person, like a trait or behavior rather than their physical body. Nine common sex dreams, one with a teacher or boss. Keeping in mind that sleeping with someone in a dream often represents wanting a quality that person has. Dreaming about a boss or teacher might mean that you want the qualities of a boss, Lohenberg explains. You want more authority. You want to be in charge and make firmer decisions. It could also be that you want to get in good with the boss or connect with them in some way so they'll respect you. So, yes. My first common sex dream was with teachers and my bosses. Number two, with a stranger acquaintance. Now, if you've been dreaming about having sex with strangers and people you barely know, you might be 
unsure what it is about them that you like or want to embody yourself. In this case, Lowenberg's just looking at what stands out about the dream character. Maybe they're very muscular, for example, she says. If some characteristic or trait really stands out about the person in the dream, that's what they represent. So muscles will represent your own ability to be strong. Handle tough situations and muscles do something difficult. So my second common sex dream was with strangers and acquaintances. Three, with an ex. Well, my third common sex dream was with ex-sex partners because I've never been in a committed relationship in my life. It's not uncommon to dream about your ex and if you're sleeping with them, the most obvious reason that you may simply miss them or sex with them at the very least, especially Lohenberg adds. If in a dry spell or your current relationship isn't doing it for you in that moment. If it's an ex that you're glad to be rid of, she adds, having sex with them in a dream could actually be an indication that you're coming to peace with that relationship and letting it go. Four, with a celebrity. Yes, my fourth common sex dream is with celebrities. We project a lot onto celebrities, and usually if you're dreaming about sleeping with one, there's something they have that you want. Remember, connection is the name of the game. If it's a movie star, there's probably a quality in the character they play that you desire, Lohenberg says. Five, in public. Yes, I've had public sex dreams as the fifth common sex dream. It's fairly common to dream by having sex in public. Location is important in dreams, Lohenberg says, noting. The setting of a dream, no matter what's going on in the setting, is important to pay attention to because it will typically represent where you are in life or where you are in your heart and mind. Having public sex in a dream then could represent a preoccupation with status or recognition. And depending on who you're sleeping with, you might be seeking recognition for the qualities that first had. Number six in the bathroom. Yeah, my sixth common sex dream has been in bathrooms. Um, bathroom sex. If you're dreaming about having sex in the bathroom, Lohenberg says you might have an area of your life where you need to do some cleansing and relieving. The partner in this dream could be a message from your subconscious that you, that if you unite a certain quality of this person to your life and to your behavior, it will help you cleanse that negativity. Number seven, the kitchen. I've had common sex dreams about sex in the kitchen. Uh, the kitchen is all about creation and nourishment, so if you're having sex in a dream day, that's typically a good sign something is in the works, Lohenberg says. To the dreaming mind, the kitchen will indicate that you're cooking up some kind of idea or project that will feed your soul, that will nourish you psychologically, emotionally, perhaps financially. And your partner in the dream just wants to clue to the quality of behavior you can integrate into yourself in order to get your project moving along. Number and eight, BD, uh, BDSM. Oh, I've, that's my eighth common sex dream in uh, BDSM. If BDSM bondage discipline sadism and masochism is showing up in your dreams, there are a few ways to look at it. First, consider whether you are the one dominated, dominated, dominated in the dream and ask yourself how you feel about it. In some cases, this dream can indicate you're being too hard on yourself in some way, but it says it could also mean you want more control in some area of your life, dom or dominated, for dominator, or alternate or alternatively, you wish someone else would take control sub, meaning submissive. And of course, it could also mean you're simply intrigued by the possibility you want to try it in real life. Lastly, number nine, my ninth common sex dream. Yes, I've had common sex dreams with about my friends. And lastly, if you dream, you slept with a friend, it could sometimes be about connecting and coming together on some level, psychologically, emotionally, Lohenberg says. 
Have you recently connected? Did you have an intimate revealing conversation discovering you share the same POV or have gone through a similar experience? The dream would be a reflection of how you connected or perhaps how you want to connect. Can you stop having sex dreams? Of course. Dream about sex isn't typically someone's worst nightmare, but if it's a recurring intrusive or you just don't want to keep dreaming about someone you don't actually want to sleep with, Willenberg does offer some advice. The best way to make a dream stop is to take action on the message it's giving you, she says, adding. The dream is going to nag you and keep giving you the same message again and again until you listen and take action. So if you keep dreaming about your boss, for example, then take the message and run with it, she says. Start being a boss in your own life. Start taking charge and the dream will stop. To figure out the message, remember the main thing you want to do is ask yourself, in what way do I need to connect with this person? Lovebird knows as well as what it is you admire or respect about them. From there, you can start to embody whatever that quality trait is. Bottom line, all dreams are mysterious enough for interpretation. Sex dreams are no exception. But rest assured, they don't always need to be taken literally. In fact, they usually don't. Um, I've had, I have had to stop having sex dreams about the women who raped me. I got therapeutic help for that. Um, the other sex dreams that I, I, I the, you know, the reason why I could stop having sex dreams about women who rape me because I truly don't want to sleep with them because they appear evil. And the other people I don't want to sleep with, like my, you know, such as friends. And acquaintances that I look back on and go, I really would not want to have that with them. I got there period of help not to do that either. And all the other sex dreams I maintain, I have sex dreams occasionally. I used to have them countless as a teenager. Um, yeah, I love comprehensive sexuality education. We keep it very short. Well, I'll expand more in detail another time, but I want to talk about the key conceptual elements of sexual health. If you holistically and positively, sexual health is about well-being, not really the absence of disease. Uh, sexual health involves respect, safety, and freedom from discrimination and violence. Sexual health depends on the fulfillment of certain human rights. Sexual health is relevant throughout the individual's lifespan. Not only to those in the reproductive years, but also to both the young and the elderly. Sexual health is expressed through diverse sexualities and forms of sexual expression. Sexual health is critically influenced by gender norms, roles, expectations, and power dynamics. Sexual health is understood with the specific social, economic, and political contexts. Um, What is comprehensive sexuality education? Comprehensive sexuality education, CSC, is a curriculum-based process of teaching and learning about the cognitive, emotional, physical, and social aspects of sexuality. It aims to equip children and young people with knowledge, skills, attitudes, and values that will empower them to realize their health, well-being, and dignity, to develop respectful social and sexual relationships, consider how their choices affect their own well-being and that of others, understand and ensure the protection of their rights throughout their lives. Depending on the country or region, CSE may go by other names. It may be referred to as life skills, family life, HIV education, sometimes called holistic health sexuality education. 
It's important to confirm which ministries whether you subscribe to in particular as context-based terms can inform the most of most effective approach to take when partnering with supporting this ministry. CSE is delivered in formal and non-formal settings in school or out of school. Scientifically accurate based on research, facts, and evidence. Intercommittal starting at an early age with foundational content and skills. With new information building upon previous learning. Using a spiral curriculum approach that returns to the same topics at a more advanced level each year age of development to be appropriate with content and skills growing in abstractness and explicitness with the age of developmental level of the learners. It's also most accommodate it also must accommodate developmental diversity, adapting for learners with cognitive and emotional development differences. Curriculum based following a written curriculum that includes key teaching and learning objectives in the delivery of clear content and skills in a structured way, comprehensive and about much more than just sexual behavior. The comprehensive aspect of CSE refers to the breadth, depth, and consistency of topics as opposed to one-off lessons that I mentioned. CSE addresses sexual reproductive health issues, including but not limited to sexual reproductive anatomy, physiology, puberty, menstruation, reproduction, contraception, pregnancy, and childbirth, STIs, including HIV and AIDS. CSE also addresses the psychological, social, emotional issues related to these topics, including Thus, there may be challenging in some social cultural contexts. It supports learners' empowerment by improving their analytical communication of their life skills for health and well-being in relation to sexuality, human rights, a healthy and respectful family life, interpersonal relationships, personal and shared values, culture and social norms, gender inequality, non-discrimination, sexual behavior, gender-based and other violence, consent, consent and bodily integrity, uh, sexual abuse and harmful practices such as child early forced marriage, female genital mutilation slash cutting. So that's basically what I wanted to share. I'll share more another time about this, but I support comprehensive sexuality and education just wanted that to be um Okay, I'll name a little bit that I'll do. CSC teaches young people to reflect on information around them in order to make informed decisions, communicate, negotiate effectively, develop assertiveness rather than passivity or aggression. These skills foster the creation of respectful and healthy relationships with family members, peers, friends, and romantic or sexual partners. But that's developing self efficacy, transformative. CSC impacts whole cultures and communities, not simply individual learners. It can contribute to the development of a fair and compassionate society by empowering individuals and communities, promoting critical thinking skills, and strengthening young people's sense of citizenship. It empowers young people to take responsibility for their own decisions and behaviors and how they may affect others. It builds the skills and attitudes that enable young people to treat others with respect, acceptance, tolerance, and empathy, regardless of their ethnicity, race, social, economic, or immigration status, religion, disability, sexual orientation, gender identity, or expression, or sex characteristics culturally relevant context and context appropriate. CSE must be delivered in the context of a range of values, beliefs, and experiences that exist within even within a single culture. It enables learners to examine and understand the challenge, the ways in which cultural structures, norms, behaviors, effective choices, and relationships within a variety of settings. Gender equality, integrating the gender perspective throughout CSE curriculum is integral to effective CSE programs. CSE analyzes how gen gender norms can influence inequality 
how inequality can affect the overall health and well-being of children, young people, as well as the efforts to prevent issues, prevent issues such as HIV, STIs, early opportunity pregnancies, and gender-based violence. Tennessee contributes to gender equality by building awareness of the centrality and diversity of gender in people's lives, examining gender norms shaped by cultural, social, biological differences, similarities, by encouraging the creation of respectful and equitable relationships based on empathy and understanding. And the last thing I want to say is human rights approach. CSE, these are the key values of CSE. It, CSE builds in on and promotes universal human rights for all, including children and young people. Emphasize all persons' right to health, education, information, equality, and non-discrimination. Raise awareness among young people so that they have their own rights and that they must acknowledge and respect the rights of others and advocate for those whose rights are violated. So yeah, I'm for comprehensive sexuality, sexuality education. Okay. Um, this is what I want to say about um, when I say my partners, casual partners, it's my future porn co-stars as well as my Casual partners off screen. Here's to describe those types of people. They are hospitable, good tempered, gracious, good natured, approachable, uh, sweet, nice, warm hearted, warm friendly, affable, agreeable, jolly, jovial, merry, tender-hearted, tender, loving, lovesome, fond, uh, adoring, as well as cordial, hearty, and comradely. And when it comes to myself and them, we're having or showing kindly, fe- kindly feeling and sincere interest. Here's what I want to say. I want to say that I'm very grateful for being able to express those feelings I mentioned earlier. Because a lot of times, when we talk about sex, it tends to be 
all about the physicality. So, I focus so much more on the centrality of sexuality. And I must admit, I'm very heartfelt about that because so many people often don't know what it means for them to be sexual in ways that benefit them and their partners equally. Um, So, I want to read this article, but these two, then I'll be done. Healthline.com. Six tips for having great sex in the great outdoors. This summer, go ahead and have a quote-unquote literal romp in the hay. Just try not to get arrested. Written by Dara Nye. Updated on October 2019. Having great outdoor sex is more than the willingness to get leaves in your hair or sand where sand has blown. If you're set on the idea of having the right attitude and thinking things through, I'm sure your pleasure is fun, exciting, and disaster-free. What are the do's and don'ts of great outdoor sex? We've pulled the hive mind of my social media to find out the joys, practicalities, and downright dangers of having sex in the great outdoors. All learned the hard way. Let other people's experiences be your guide to nature. One, don't get caught. Part of the excitement of having sex outside is the danger of getting caught or being seen. Feels naughty and brazen. But the reality of getting caught is the opposite of sex, especially if it's by a child who happens upon you girls. Mommy, what are they doing? While pointing at you from five feet away. Don't be that couple. Gross. Speaking of getting busted, don't get busted. Let's bring a rest of the Lucan doctors on your sexual fucking list. Know the laws in your city, state, and even the whole country. In general, stay away from public schools, pools, parks, and any place a cop can pull up on you faster than you can pull up your pants. Even if no one calls the cops, your activities could end up on the internet, which might be worse than getting arrested, depending who you ask. Outdoor sex is all about the adventure and the agents and the urgency. Home is full of laundry and unwashed dishes, whereas your local forest is full of dappled sunlight and sturdy trees to hold on to. Two, location, location, location. Now that we've established the difference between natural outdoor sex and creepy public sex, there are some great places to commune with nature, the woods. According to my friend, in the old days, only the rich had sex inside because they were the only ones who had private rooms. Everyone else did it in the local forest. The local forest is, in fact, a great place to have sex. You're alone, relatively hidden, and no one can hear you through thin walls because there are no walls. It's a perfect place to let your wild side go. Actually, the forest is so rich with life, some people are quote-unquote bathing in it. The beach, warm, soft, sand lies splayed and undulating curves under an open sky. Salty, primordial scents wafted the air. 
Waves relentlessly rushing and pull out over and over and getting the picture. The beach practically screams sex. Pick a desert spot away from the crowd. Get under that beach towel and go for it. You're nearly naked anyway, right? Don't waste this opportunity. Under the stars, what's more romantic than being alone with your boot under a canopy of stars against a night sky? Nothing, that's what. If you have a nice fire going, even better. Camping is a great time to have sex because you, you probably have a cozy tent, a padded sleeping bag if you're glamping, an air mattress and pillows. In the water, if you're lucky enough to have a swimming pool, look no further than your own backyard for some submerged fun. At the beach or a lake, go far enough out where you can still stand, but people on shore can't tell what's going on under the waterline. In parentheses, not recommended for people freak out after seeing Jaws, though. Don't think about the kids, neighbors, or the twigs you'll be picking out of your undies after they all be worth it, you woodland goddess you. Three, be prepared. If you know you're going to have El Fresco sex, though, have a blanket or thick towel with you. So save your back at least from rocks, pebbles, tree boots, seashells, and all manners of road rash. Even there are no roads. Camping is one of the best options to have great sex outdoors. You've already packed everything you need and plan to sleep there anyway. Bring lube, condoms, and baby wipes. Baby wipes if you want. But PSA, remember, if you pack it in, pack it out. No one wants to find your used condoms under a pine tree. If you're in the woods for the afternoon, one friend also suggests bug spray. Spraying a circle around your general area will help it be less gross, but not terrific for the environment. Dryer sheets also work. Who knew? Four, lose yourself in the moment you own it. You had the foresight to bring a blanket and bug spray. Now it's time to say bye to everything else that feels structured, scheduled, reasonable, and responsible. Outdoor sex is all about the adventure and the urgency. Yeah, you could wait till you get home, but why? Home is full of laundry and unwashed dishes, whereas your local forest is full of dampled sunlight and sturdy trees to hold on to. Don't think about the kids, neighbors, or the twigs you'll be picking out of your undies afterward. It'll all be worth it, you woodland goddess. You, I say again, five, assume the position. Sex in the great outdoors means finding yourself some unusual positions because you're working what's available. Spooning under a blanket is popular among exhibitions because it looks like cuddling to the casual passerby. Tree hugging isn't just for environmentalists. According to a conversation over her once sex while pressing against a tree gets all that stuff up in there. Wrapping yourself around your partner like a koala may be the only thing that saves you from being swept out to sea. Limb contortions are common to work around rowboat, rowboat oars, steering wheels that don't get me started on backs. One friend shared I had sex in a hammock recently. Kind of awkward, but fun. I got, I got the job done. Considering how hard it is to just get in and out of a hammock, that's pretty impressive. Six, random advice is still good advice. Here's some good advice from a Facebook friend. If you're on a cliff next to a body of water, don't kick your wallet off of the cliff. If you're on the roof of a castle tower, do not underestimate the speed of a bus full of 10-year-olds in ascending the tower steps. If you're not fully dressed when you hear them approaching, quickly turn your backs if you're admiring the scenery and finish buttoning. I think that pretty much covers it. Um, so I have natural outdoor sex. I never have creepy public sex because everything about me is law-abiding and within logical reasoning. I would have natural outdoor sex sporadically because my point would be a little bit more than that, of course, but they would have uh, clearances where there's permission to film so certain people show up. But I would 
I would definitely do it in the woods, the beach, under the stars, in the water. And I would take all the advice of this article and apply them all very perfectly. Um, no, but no families and no children, no parents would be scarred in any kind of way. I'm an exhibitionist and I'm an environmentalist, so go figure. Okay. Now, how do you do that in porn? Public sex. Have you ever mentioned having sex in a public place? This is exhibitionism and it's sexy. We call it exhibitionists. This is the category of erotic movies for those that get sexual satisfaction and sexual display. We love the thrill of the idea of getting caught. If that sounds like you, then welcome to the home of your new favorite erotic film. Look for a public sex movie. You deserve that. Those that are ethically produced and made with you in mind. Eric Lush chooses crowdsourced sexual confessions, fantasies, and makes them into erotic movies. These are your kinky sexual desires on the screen. Erica Lust and X Fashion Best Directors want you to get want you to see yourself in their films. Whether that be seeing your sex ex exhibitions, confession, fantasy come to life, or to give you an idea of a, of a naughty new way to have sex in public. Each public sex movie will give you an adrenaline rush in the comfort of your own home while giving you sexy tips on how to have risque but still extremely hot public sex. So what are you waiting for? All you've got to do is press play. So that would be me and my future porn career. I just wanted to be honest about that. Now, this is what I really, really want to see. When it comes to my partners, this, here are the synonyms that work out well for us. We have links, relationships, relations, relatedness, interrelations, interrelatedness, interconnections, interdependence, associations, attachments, bonds, ties, tie-ins, correspondences, parallels, analogies, bearings, and relatives. So, um, I say that because I, I emphasize those parts of my casual relationship. Okay. So, I think, yes, I do get money, I do have purchase, I do have money, I like men who smile, um, I like um, well-endowed, testicle-filled men, um, also, When it comes to men, I do like built packs, if you know what I mean. Um, I like biceps, triceps, that stuff on men. I, I like ton asses on men. I do. Those things I, I don't mind having one as a set with men, I really do like this Um. Okay. There's, there's no vanity about me. And when it comes to myself and my partners, basically, we praise the beauty we see in each other. 
we have integrity, sensitivity, sincerity, and moral excellence. Sexual expression is such a type of part of ourselves that we need the boundary of compassion and concern to safeguard our our similarities as well as our differences. We affect each other's hearts, minds, bodies, and souls well. Um, we don't, it's, there's nothing about us that's self-gratifying. There's nothing about our union being sexually that's self-gratifying. It's not bad casual, it's not bad listening, it's not bad urgent. It's not twisted at all. It's not exploited at all. It's not perverted lust. It's healthy lust. It's not fake love. It's compassionate love. There's no perversion, no immorality, um, and no and and inner beauty values are not old-fashioned to us. Um, no bad. No. No. There's no bad secrets. No double living. No double dipping. Uh, no reckless sexual escapades, no reckless running views, no sexual betrayals, uh, no horrible teachings. We're both give and take type of people. We are committed to honoring one another. We experience pleasure protected by the sound-mindedness of our empathic hearts we celebrate and produce simple living and minimalism praise should not be limited to physical beauty beautiful personality and Moral success should also be praised. That's what we do. There's no loneliness, no difference, no isolation when it comes to us. Our our decency never grows cold, and there's no race barriers between us. We don't treat each other casually. We don't mistreat each other. There's no there's no premature encouragement of anything. Uh, that is unhealthy. We do not manipulate one another. We keep every we keep our partnerships refreshing, interesting, and renewed. And we don't just appear beautiful to us. We are beautiful because of our inner beauty that we're that we're about. Um, And that's who we are to each other. And I want to say this as for uh, I'll read this and then I'll 
on people I have erotic dreams I have wet dreams I have sex dreams uh, you know those type of dreams were countless when I was a teenager but now it's different occasionally now as an adult so I'll finish with this can women have wet dreams too? Another question to answer. Medical review by Timothy J. Lag, PhD, PSJYD. Well, you should know. Wet dreams, you heard about them. Maybe you even have one to yourself. If you see any coming age maybe the 1990s, you know that teenagers can't get away from them. But you know it causes wet dreams, and you may have a few as an adult. There's a lot to know about sleep orgasms, some of which will surprise you. Keep reading to learn more. One, what exactly is a wet dream? In the simplest terms, a wet dream is when a jackpot secretes vaginal fluids during your sleep. The genitals are hypersensitive during shut eye time because there's more blood flow to the area. So if you're having a dream that's turning you on, there's a change to orgasm that knows you wake up. I also want to say that um, I do have sexual attractions, romantic attractions, physical attractions, emotional attractions, all around attractions. Uh, And all that porn arises at least once a month, but I do self-masturbate on a day that's doing it privately in private places. Um, let me keep going. Okay. Two, is it the same thing as a sleep orgasm nocturnal emission? Yeah, wet dreams, sleep orgasm, nocturnal emission all mean the same thing. In fact, nocturnal emission is the formal name for orgasm in sleep. So if you hear people talking about nocturnal emissions or sleep orgasm, remember they're talking about wet dreams. Oh yes, I've had sleep orgasm, nocturnal emissions when um, counts as a teenager, occasionally as an adult happens. Three, can you only have a wet dream during puberty? Not at all. Wet dreams are more common during the teenagers because your body's going through some major hormonal changes that affect your sexual maturity. But adults can have erotic dreams, especially if they're sexually active. I'm sexually active. Um, that says sleep orgasms do happen more infrequently as you get older. That's because I'm like during puberty, your hormone levels are out of control. Happening too, absolutely sure. Quick Google search may make it seem as if only teenage boys have wet dreams, but that's far from reality. Most women and men can experience arousal while in dreamland. In fact, research shows that most women have their first sleep orgasm before they turn 21. According to a 1986 study published in the Journal of Sex Research. 37% of college-age women report experiencing at least one orgasm during their sleep. That shows us that female wet dreams are nothing new. Women don't always orgasm from a wet dream, though. Men will know they had an orgasm during their sleep because they'll find discharged semen on their clothes or bed sheets. But for a woman, the presence of vaginal fluid doesn't mean that you had an orgasm. Instead, some creatures can mean you were sexually aroused without reaching orgasm. Five, is it normal to have wet dreams all the time? As a teenager going through puberty, yes, as an adult, not so much. Don't worry, it's not actually abnormal. As you age, our hormone levels decrease, 
affects the frequency of wet dreams, so that doesn't mean you won't have one as an adult. If you're worried that you're having too many wet dreams, consider chatting with your family doctor to rule out any medical issues that may be contributing to this. Nothing unusual is found and you're still concerned your doctor may refer, to, may refer you to a counselor. A therapist may help you get to the root of your dreams, but they may be why you seem to have them all the time. Six, what should I do if I have a wet dream? That depends. You shouldn't be ashamed of having a wet dream. They're perfectly normal and could be quite fun. If you're comfortable with your dreams, use them as a chance to explore your fantasy, sexuality, and your desires. What if you're dreaming, but what if your dream, but if what your dream that makes you uncomfortable, reach out to a therapist. The counselor can help you explore what's on your mind and why. Seven, well, sex dreams always in an orgasm. No, think about it this way. Do you have an orgasm every time you have sex? Probably not. So the same applies with sex dreams. You may have a dream about doing something sexual, but it doesn't mean you'll end up having an orgasm. Even if your dream arouses you. On the other hand, you may have a sex dream that makes you climax, but doesn't cause you to ejaculate or become wet. Or I ejaculate. I climax. I do become wet. I discharge my semen on my clothes or bed. All these things happen to me. Okay. Hey, are sex dreams only things that cause the sleep orgasm? Not necessarily. Sex dreams doesn't always make you orgasm during your sleep, and you don't always have a sleep orgasm because of a sex dream. The pressure sensation of bed against your genitals can also possibly trigger an orgasm. All depends on what your body finds arousing. Now, I have a sleep orgasm, so I have a hard time having orgasms. Otherwise, why? First things first, it's not unusual to have a hard time having orgasms. Really, the orgasm is different for everybody. A lot of people have trouble climaxing. In fact, studies have shown that 75% of women can't orgasm with vaginal intercourse alone. Of that number, 5% of women never have orgasms, while 20% seldom do. If it's easy for you to have sleep orgasms, it's worth exploring what about, what about your dreams is turning you on. How could you incorporate that into your sex life? Is it a different position? Is it a certain move? Really take the time to connect with your needs and wants, even if that happens to be in dream one. 10. I never had a wet dream. Is this normal? Absolutely. Not everyone will have a wet dream. Some people may have a few, while others may have a lot. Then there are people who have wet dreams as teenagers, but not as adults. Dreams are super personal, individual experiences that are different for everyone. 11. Can you make yourself have a wet dream? Maybe. Research suggests that sleeping in the, same, in the prone position and on your stomach could cause you to have sexual, lustful dreams. While this link exists, is unclear though. But if you want to test this, why this link exists is unclear though. But if you want to test the theory, lay on your belly bed for those things. Some of my wet dreams were because I was on my stomach and the rest were not. 12. Can you prevent wet dreams? No, not really. Sure, some dream experts suggest you may be able to control. No, not really. Sure, some dream experts suggest you may be able to control your dreams. How so? Well, according to research, you may be able to, you may be able to influence your dream by narrative by either, by either thinking of a subject for dozing off by using outside stimuli while you sleep. By trying these tactics doesn't mean you'll actually control your dream successfully. That means there's no guarantee that you can really prevent a wet dream. The bottom line, if nothing else, there's one more there's one important thing to remember. Wet dreams are completely normal. Not everyone will have a wet dream, but there's certainly nothing wrong if you do just know in that sleep orgasms like other or like all other orgasms are super individual. There's no right or wrong way to have one or two or three or four. So <laughs> I want to say I'm very grateful to have even broached this subject because one, it shows that my smelling, 
my partner smelling like sex is actually this now. Uh, to the thin walls thing. Um, I block it out with, you know, if that ever happens, I just block it out with uh, my own music and I have air conditioning that blocks out every noise. I have air conditioning right now, two of them that blocks out everything, so I can't hear anything when I'm asleep other than what's in my dreams. It's not affected by any noise at all. So I got air conditioning, I have YouTube, I have so much to block out any noise that I do. So that's a good thing. And I do want to say that I'm the type of person, me and my partner, have sex in every room because my house is mine, like your own spot. And uh, we're the type if we want to have not have sex in each other's places, there's hotels, and if we they have a friend or I got a friend, and we don't mind in their place, we will. Just the acceptable places to have sex. We're not ruining anybody's life, not even our own. So, I love my erotic daydreams. I love my sex daydreams. Um, I love my wet daydreams, too. Um, my wet daydreams cause me to rat uh, but I'm very much it.